What's going on guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky and Blessed podcast, the show where we celebrate young entrepreneurs on their achievements and then we teach up and coming entrepreneurs how to make profit using their passion. And as usual, I'm your host, Lucky the Most. Enjoy the show. So episode 64, and as usual, I have special guests in the building. Today's guest artist is going to show us how to get featured in the Boston Globe, okay? Like it or not, if you follow our steps, okay, you will definitely get featured in the Boston Globe, you know? I am really, really excited to have her on the show. We've, we've been friends for over like a year or so. We work in the same gym, you know? She doesn't need an introduction, guys. Make some noise for the one and only Naomi. Naomi, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm okay. I'm glad we're finally doing this, you know. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a while. We've been talking about almost everything for a long time now, you know, how how we want to start our own thing, Mm -hmm. how we just want to leave life and not get to work and just do what we love doing, you know. Yeah. Go into fitness or just travel around the world and have fun and you know, so it's it's really nice we're doing this. Also shout out to you on getting official in the Boston Globe. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. How does it feel like? It was like twenty four hours of fame. Which is really fun. Yeah. I'm like, this is what going viral is like. <laughs> and then it just disappeared and I'm like, Alright, back to normal life. Yeah, but, but you think it disappeared or you know, it kind of like paved the way for something, don't you think so? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely got a lot more followers from mm-hmm. that publicity, yeah. and um, it definitely felt the pressure of oh, okay, now more people are following me, it's... more people know what I'm doing. This isn't just like a secret thing that I'm doing. <laughs> I know, oh, like I actually can't just stop now. I'm gonna keep going. Keep going, yeah. They put they put a pressure on on you now. Where if if at first you were just you know playing with this nights, like okay, I really have to quality stuff now I yeah. really have to because like you never know what's watching you you get right 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 yeah. I mean I was just doing it for fun and when I first started it it was more for me and yeah. me wanting to meet people gotcha. um, but now I'm recognizing that it's a lot for other people and I'm putting the content out for all of my followers yeah yeah interesting so it all started out you just trying to meet like you said we can cool people yeah and now it's mm-hmm. like also, your followers are getting to meet these people through you yeah. and getting to know about these people. Yeah, it's been so cool. I mean, I've only met 24 people so far, but I've already seen human connections being made wow. outside of the project. Yeah. I've had co-workers reach out to people that I've met through the project. I've had friends or other Instagram followers reach out to me saying like, oh, I know this person. You know, I met a guy, Nick, who does drawings for $1 uh, in the Boston Common. Really? And I have so many people uh, messaging me being like, I just saw Nick yesterday. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So this is really, this is actually powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's nice. So how did, how did we get to this this stage? You know, let's let's talk about first, okay, who's Naomi? Oh, whoa. Um, I am just a 24-year-old girl from Philadelphia who came here for grad school and uh, through my time in grad school, um, I really wanted to connect to Boston. I wanted to connect to the city and yeah. find my community and through COVID, that was really difficult. So um, that's kind of how this project came about is me wanting to find a unique way to um learn about the communities in Boston. Yeah. And that was our Boston Commonwealth. Yep. That's great. Yeah. So, you know, what was the vision you had in mind when you were creating this project? 
I really didn't have a vision. Um, it actually was an idea that I thought of last February. Yeah. Um, and I was in grad school, and I told a couple of my friends, and um, they kind of knocked down the idea. Like, oh, like, you don't have time for that. Like, yeah, you're just yeah, a student. Yeah. Like, no one cares about you. You're <laughs> fair. But the idea never disappeared. It kept coming up. It kept coming up. And once I graduated and started my full-time job, I did have more free time. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to start this project. If it goes to shit, it goes to shit. Yep. And I'll move on and delete everything. Um, but it didn't. And I got a lot of positive feedback when I first started. And yeah. I was like, all right, like, we'll keep going with this. We'll see how it goes. And um, it's been nothing but a positive experience. So, Relax. Yeah. Relax. So, you know how we we have a lot of plans. You know, we, we've shared so many ideas. Mm-hmm. What we should do and all that. Like... But like, what was different about this one that you're like, you know what, I'll execute this one? Yeah, um, you're right. I am somebody who has a lot of ideas, and I always, you know, throw my creative ideas out there and see where it goes. And um, with this one, I knew that it could help others. um, And that's kind of my passion Mm. is I work full time as a therapist. And I'm always talking to people. Um, I'm always listening to people's stories. And... Um, it's helped me as a person and helped me grow as a person listening to other people's stories and being able to make connections with them and um, I kind of wanted to open that up but in a more light-hearted way gotcha gotcha you know more fun and uh, yeah nothing too serious you you know like don't make like not too pressured like right yeah. yeah and um, there have been people that I've met through this project that we do get into really deep conversations. Yeah. Um, but it's natural and it's genuine and it's not because they know I'm a therapist. Yeah. Um, but it's because we just naturally got to that conversation Boom. and that topic. Yeah. And that's just genuine human connection. For real, for real. You know, like when you had me and we had our conversation, I, just by talking to you and because of how free I felt, I say things about me that I didn't know about myself. Mm-hmm. You get it, right? Yeah. But just with the questions you asked me and, and how free I was to just say what I had to say, I thought, oh, I, I, I didn't know that about myself. Like, oh, it was there, but I never just talked about it or never, like, opened it. So, you know, just from having that conversation, I was like, oh, wow. But, like, after that conversation, I left that conversation with something. I'm like, oh, wow. I, I just discovered something about me that I never knew to... Mm-hmm that that day and 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 i started working with that mindset yeah because i remember we talked about um you you asked me something about the fitness world and being a trainer and what i my plans or something i said i wanted to have i was tired of hearing people saying you know this might work this might not work you know like something like that but i wanted something more more rigid that okay this has been tried and tested and it works Mm-hmm. Before that, that I've never thought of anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I thought, like, okay, maybe that's my, maybe that's my, that should be my purpose now. You know, make sure I get things that work and and give it out there. So it is not just helping you, but I think it's also helping the people that are having this conversation. It truly with. is because when do you ever during your days throughout the week, month, year, just stand or sit for one hour and reflect on yourself never never people don't do that and i'm giving them that space i'm a listener i'm truly interested to hear about them yeah you get one hour to talk about yourself wow how fun is that that? but through that you're reflecting on your life you're reflecting on who you are i may ask questions about 
you know, surface level things of just how your day was or more deeper things of why did you come to Boston? Why are you here today? What What's your passions? What's your interests in life? Yeah. And we don't often sit and reflect on that ever. No, we don't. No, we don't. We get so carried away by Mm-hmm. By life that you know we're just always go 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 right never having that time to just sit back and reflect on ourselves right yeah. and we learn so much from being able to just reflect on ourselves for real yeah like that and, and not just the moment but there was something about that that made me feel special you gave me an hour to just maybe brag about myself mm-hmm. and you know what it means to you know give me an hour and, and you was, you're such a good listener there like literally, I think I spoke almost the whole time. Yeah, you did. Yeah, right? like, and it felt good for me also. Because like, oh wow, someone actually recognizes me and puts me on a platform to brag about myself. So I didn't just leave there with knowing something about myself, but also it gave me this little, um, not like an ego, like like in a negative way, but it just gave me a little step. Like, hey man, yeah. someone actually recognizes you, man, and you're special. So you know, treat yourself like that. So. Right. That, that's exactly how I felt living that place. I love that yeah. because we do things in our everyday that we think is, I quote, normal mm-hmm. or just like chill or I don't know, uncool. Like, but I look at somebody and I think that's so cool because I can't do that or I don't see myself doing that or that's something new to me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I want to highlight on this platform is the cool things that people are doing but what might seem average to them is cool to somebody else and you know once we reflect and take that hour to talk about ourselves like you're right it does kind of put you up on a pedestal like oh wait what i'm doing is really unique it is really cool like i am doing great i do have a place on this earth i do have a place here in boston you know people value me people respect me um people want me to be here so you get cool. Yeah, it we is get cool. cool. We get cool. And I like the fact that you said people will do common things. Like things you wouldn't think you're special. Yeah. You get right? Yeah. Th- things you go like, ah, oh, nah, this is my everyday life. Yeah. And it's like, nah, you come on, brag about your everyday life for yeah. me. Let me just listen. You get right? Like, you got a show. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's wicked cool. Yeah. And so far, you've had like 24. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, and since the Boston Globe article came out, um, I have so many more scheduled. So many more scheduled, yeah. wow. So I'm excited. Wow, wow. That's, that's amazing. And what do your friends think, you know, the people that told you, ah, you are not going to do They've come back to me. I don't know what you're going to make it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, those friends were definitely supportive. They knew me at the time of like, you need to do it when you know your life is ready for it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I did start it at a really good time. So I think that's part of the success of it is yeah. you know I started it when you know the COVID regulations were wrapping up mm-hmm. and the weather's getting warmer and people are more willing to go back outside and meet people in person again. Um, and you know in my life I just had time to be able to do that. So. So how did you come up with the name the Boston Commons? Let's talk about I, you know, the I, project one, yeah. I had so many names before I came up with Boston Commoners. Um, I was just sitting at a, like a Tate cafe, yeah. and I was just drinking my coffee one day, and it just 
snapped at me and I was like Yes, oh, yes. This is the name. I need to change all of the you know social media platform to this name before wow. anybody else takes it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually in the process of building a website to buy the domain really? so that I can take the name. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised it hasn't been taken already. So I was really happy. Um, yeah, it was just it just came to me. So. Well, why why the Boston Commons? Um, I mean, I love that it's a take on words of the Boston Common, and yeah. then you know commoners just means like general average person um and i really want to focus on boston and the greater area like i've seen people outside of boston and the greater area of massachusetts but um i just want to focus on this city because i noticed that there isn't a platform like this in the city and i was inspired by some people who were doing something similar in other cities like philadelphia there's humans of new york um and there's various um types of those things in other cities, but there's nothing like that in Boston. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to attract the audience from you know the Massachusetts area to this page and so we can feel more connected to our community and our city and where we're living. Gotcha, gotcha. That's nice, man. Because there's something like that similar in New York too. Yeah. Like, what's it called? Is it in New York or something? Yeah, Humans of New York. You, yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's nice. So what about the stories that, you know, when you go in contact with people that they share the stories with you, what about their stories, you know, inspire and motivate you? Yeah, I think what inspires me most that I've recognized recently was the courage and the bravery somebody has to even travel to come meet me. I mean, think about now, like how likely are you to jump in your car and go travel to meet a complete stranger? And I have gone to meetups and the person doesn't even know my name. They're like, who are you again? What's your first name? But it's wild. I mean, one guy I met traveled two hours to come meet with me. Really? And I was like, I'm a complete stranger. Yeah. And he was one of the guys that did not know my name. Wow. And I was like, wow, hey, that's really cool that um, people are still willing and wanting to meet with people and connect with people. Yeah. Um, and I think what's so cool is a lot of these people I don't readily have similar interests to and we don't have a lot of things in common. But as we talk, yeah. we're able to find those commonalities and yeah. those um, you know, shared interests. and. That's what makes human connection is That's being true. able to find things that you can connect on. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, that sh- shout out to the guy. Like, I mean, for real. You, you drove here to me. That's the thing I love about the, this podcast too, and and I appreciate people for it. It's like wherever I reach out to, I don't know them. Mm-hmm. You get it, right? Yeah. Some of them I, I I might have met them, but still, it's not easy to just leave your house and say, okay, I'm going to someone else's house mm-hmm. to to you know sit with them and just spend an hour or two with them. You get it, right? It's, yeah. It's a very it's a very brave move, so shout out to you too. You, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. Yeah, shout out to all the people too who are wanting to come meet me. I've yet to show up to a meetup that the person hasn't shown up. Oh, really? They've all shown up. Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, I every time I show up to the location we've agreed upon, yeah. I'm always kind of like, well, they have a choice not to show so, up, and that's okay too. Um, but no, they've all shown up. That's nice. Yeah. Because I get I. I I get come down a lot. Like I'll I'll be there. I'll be there this time, and then uh, when the time comes, 
or the day before, like, hey, I can't make it yeah. anymore. So, oh, wow. Because uh, I was going to, that's going to be my next question. So, uh, my next question, have you had someone that say he was going to show up but didn't? But that's, that's unique. Yeah, I mean, I've had some troubles with, like, scheduling and scheduling people. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be like, let's wait a couple weeks and maybe my work schedule will yeah. change a little bit so we can find a, a good time to meet. Um, but overall, it's people are wanting to meet and we pick a time and pick a place and they're there excited to meet with me. Yeah. That's nice. Quick question. Mm -hmm. What you studied in school, does it kind of like apply in this field you are in? Do you think it... 100%. 100%. And I think what I'm doing through this project is helping me in my career. Yeah. Um, I went to school for mental health counseling. Gotcha. And so really we learn how to talk to people and how to listen to people. Um, and that is exactly what I do in this project. And I think through this project, I've learned how to talk to a wide variety of people, um, whatever that means. <laughs> but there's been conversations where there'll be like a couple minutes of silence. And then I'm like, oh, snap, I need to think of something. But it challenges me as a person mm. to be able to communicate to a wide variety of people. I think through my work as a therapist, I yeah. see very similar people. I work with a lot of adolescent females and so you know I know how to talk to those types of people in that population but you know going out in Boston and the diversity out there I'm talking to a wide variety of people mm -hmm. and I'm forced to hold up at least an hour conversation with that person yeah. Yeah. it's not easy it's not easy it's not easy no especially someone you haven't met before Right, right. And like I said, some of the conversations have gotten really deep. Yeah. And I've had a few people tear up as they're talking to me and sharing their story. Wow. Um, and I'm like, oh, therapist mode. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have tissues on me, but... <laughs> hey, man. But, like, you're really, really helping people out there. But, you, but like, did you ever see it coming to this level that it's, it's out right now? Like, when you started, you know? No, I didn't at all. I... I really didn't think this would take off at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was starting it very, very slow. Yeah. Um, and it started out, it was me reaching out to people that I wanted to meet. Yeah. Um, that I knew who were doing really cool things in the community. And That's it slowly it. evolved of people then reaching out to me saying, I want to meet with you. Yeah. Um, I've gotten people sending me names of people that they think I should meet. Really? Reach out to. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's nice to see that there's so many people doing really awesome things in the community and yeah. I want to be able to highlight all of those people. Yeah. You know what I love about your project is just how simple it is? Yeah. It's like, there's nothing needed. You get it, right? Yeah. Nothing. Like, literally just a cup of coffee or, like, our conversation was inside a gym. Right, right. We are training shoulders on that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a shoulder workout and also just getting to talk about myself and, yeah, like, it was so simple that if you had an excuse, it wouldn't make sense. Right. But you can, you can say, oh, I don't have the equipment. Like, for example, someone wants to have a podcast and I would say, oh, I need a microphone, I need all that, I need this. Mm -hmm. But you're like, no, my, my shit is easy. Like, I don't even need anything. I just literally just have to reach out to this person mm -hmm. and then, you know, get them over and meet with them. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, I've gone on walks and I've gone to cafes, I've gone to different restaurants, I've gone to the gym, yeah. I went to a dance class, and oh, I wow. want to be able to experience 
what this person's interests are. Um, And so I always have the person pick the location and uh, then we meet Mm -hmm. at that location. And um, it's really worked out because I get to explore the city too. I've gone to new restaurants and new areas of Boston that I've never been before. So it's been really fun. That's cool. Yeah. Let's talk about your first interview, if you still remember, okay? Okay. Your first meet. How was it? So how did you reach out to this person? You know, how how, how was the first, you know, how was it like? Yeah, so I was strategic in this. Um, I was like, the first person I need to meet, you know, has to be somebody who is maybe known in Boston and somebody um, that I can kind of pick their brain on. Um, And so this guy, Tom O'Keefe, who has the Instagram and Twitter page, Boston Tweet, he is fairly well known. Yeah. Um, he has several thousand followers, gotcha. um, and he's done something like this before. He started his Twitter page back in two thousand and eight um, after the recession and highlighting small businesses. Mm. And since then, it blew up. And he's now an entrepreneur and um, has his own organizations and charities that he runs. Um, and I was able to kind of pick his brain a little bit, but I was definitely nervous. And I told him, I said, "I'm starting this project. You're the very first one. Yeah. I don't." know where it's gonna go um and he gave me some really good advice and he kind of said you know if it makes you happy and you enjoy doing it go for it that's i I think that's the that's the most i think that's the most important advice if it makes you happy and you enjoy doing it just just go for it it doesn't matter if you fail or not as long as you're happy doing what you're doing you know yeah and that's the one promise i had to myself when starting this is it has to just make me happy because otherwise it's going to feel like a job and Fact. I don't want to do another job, especially if I'm not getting paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, for real. I, I think this is something that I can do all day. Like, for example, my podcast doesn't make me money, mm-hmm. but just the fact that I sit with someone and just get to hear their story and, you know, talk yeah. about themselves. It's, I would, I would, we can like, I went from Monday to Friday to do this with yeah. everybody that I have. And, yeah. and I think it's something I'm going to do forever regardless of if money comes from it or not. Yeah. But just because it makes me happy and I enjoy doing it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That's a very good advice. Yeah. Mm. So when you, you know, so you met with him, I was, so like, what's the process like? So, like you said, the process is so simple. You know, I connect with a person and I'm like, hey, these are some times I'm available. Um, We pick the time. I say, pick a location. I'll go anywhere. Um, We'll meet at the location. And I think a big misperception that people have with this project is that I'm interviewing them. I'm really not. I don't know this person. I don't come up with questions. I only know them from their social media page. Um, but naturally I'm a person that asks a lot of questions, so it might seem like an interview, but I've had some meetups where they're asking me questions before I even sit down. Um, and so I want to make it more of just a fun conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So you, you're better than I'm sweating for this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the occasion that I'm gonna, you know, throw it. That means yeah. just go with the flow. Go with the flow, and that's so hard for me to do. Go, go with, with the flow. flow. Oh, I'm gosh, a very yeah. type A person. Because you, that's what you studied in school, right? Yeah. Like you know, so you. Yeah. Mm. I like to be prepared. I like to know what I'm doing. Yeah. I like to, I'm organized. Yep, yep. But with this, I like to challenge myself, and you know, just go with the flow. Just go with the flow. Um, I want this to be so genuine. Um, and people not feeling like they need a story or they need a small business or they need to be an entrepreneur to meet me. Like, mm-hmm. everybody has a story. 
the conversation can go anywhere. I've gone an hour, sometimes we've sat for two hours if I have the time, and we just have a fun conversation, and I, you know, wait a couple days before I write the caption because I really want our conversation to sink in. I really want to be able to process it, and a couple days later, I like to reflect back on our conversation, and I write about what resonated with me. Mm-hmm. What about that conversation did I take away from it? I'm not going to remember everything from the conversation, mm-hmm. but I'm going to remember the big points. And that is human connection. We walk away not remembering everything about a person we just met, yeah. but we remember the things that we connected on. No, and me. that's what makes human connection. So, oh, that's deep. yeah, I don't record anything. I don't take notes when I'm meeting yeah. with somebody. I'm just listening. Yeah, you're just listening. It's so easy. And I think that's the most powerful way to listen. Yeah. You know, it's not about the notes because it's a distraction also. Yeah. You get right. Yeah. But just, I'm just gonna listen to you. Like, I love. It was sometimes when I go from from most classes and all. I'm, I just want to listen because at the end of the day, I you, you really can't take everything away. But if you can yeah. just take one thing, yeah. and that will change your life. That's all you just yeah. one thing that mm-hmm. oh, I got this message from this conversation. Yeah. That's that's really good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you learn to listen like this? You know, how do you, you know, how did you learn to? Be a good listener. I don't know. That's a good question. I think it comes with time. It comes with practice. Yeah. Um, and patience. Because I think when somebody's talking, I always kind of want to interject and put my word out there. But I have to always hold myself back. Like, Naomi, they're talking. Let them talk. Um, but I think that's another thing that helps me with my career and helps me with this project is yeah. patience and allowing somebody to talk, allowing somebody that space. Um, if I want to take up space, I can do that elsewhere, but I'm providing them with this space. Yeah. And so I'm just going to sit and listen. Wow. That's, that's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Eye contact is also yeah. a really important thing. Yeah. Some people are uncomfortable, uncomfortable with it, with but it. I'm very yeah. comfortable with it. So it's kind of funny when somebody looks away. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> How did you get to this level where, where you know, you go to the eye contact and, and all that? Again, practice. Practice, yeah. I used to be so uncomfortable with it, um, but I've learned that that's how you create connection and that's how you can um, be respected by others is giving them that time and giving them that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm somebody who gets really distracted really easily, so I always have to tell myself in my head, like, you know, the sirens are going on in the background. You don't need to look. Nothing's happening. Focus on the person who's talking. That's the important part. Wow. So we, we, we've already measured two keys here to being a good, to be good at what you do. Mm. Number one, listening, mm-hmm. eye contact. Yeah. That's a question that I should have asked before. Like what are qualities that I needed, you know, in this field to be good at this? Because I'm speaking from the point of view of someone listening right now, like, you know, I think I want to do something similar like you're doing mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't know what, what I need or, you know, because, you know, like what has qualities that are needed for someone to succeed in a field like yours or you know to start something like this mm-hmm. so we've already talked about you know listening eye contact what are some other things that you know you feel like you want to share out there with people definitely having an open mind, open mind. Um, and being opened and um people are going to say things that you might not agree with or mm-hmm. might not mesh with your own values um but they're human they have a place on this earth they're it's a free country they're open to their values um and i'm here to respect that do you ever disagree with anyone on your 
No, I really haven't. I haven't come across that yet. Um, because I'm more in a place to learn from them. Gotcha. Um, and I think that's an exciting part is, again, having an open mind and wanting to learn and um, asking questions because I'm truly curious. Mm. Um, and I've taken away so much knowledge from the people I've met. Wow. Yeah. Coolest story. What's the coolest story you heard? Coolest, coolest like... The coolest story, you don't have to say anything, but you know, like, okay, this story was, you know, gave me goosebumps, or maybe you even cry. Yeah, well, I think one of the coolest meetups um, is, and I won't mention names, confidentiality, but she lost her husband to a rare cancer, um, and she and her family created stickers, um, and it was more just for their family to commemorate her husband um but it became a worldwide phenomenon of people wanting these stickers um and whether all these people know what the meaning is behind these stickers or not um i think it's just so cool how we can spread awareness like that um and spreading awareness for not only grief but Mm -hmm. also you know loss and um rare diseases and going through life with um these like difficult challenges um and i just think that's so cool and her story really moved me um and i was really appreciative that she was open enough to share her story again i'm a complete stranger um and the fact that she was so vulnerable in that moment um was really inspiring wow that's yeah that's really great wow how do you must be tough listening to a conversation like that it is um but again it's great practice um because by talking with that particular person i'm more aware of how to respond to somebody who may have just recently lost somebody or is going through the grieving process um she gave me like some ideas of what was helpful for her during that process um and what was challenging for her and i got to learn from her um, and from her experience Mm. So do you ever get in situations where, you, you know, whatever you learn from this person, you, you put it into practice? Yes. You have? Yeah, okay. and so that's another motivation from this project yeah. was um, through my grad school. Yeah. Uh, one of my professors is an open water swimmer. Gotcha. Um, and I never learned how to swim as a kid. Um, and I was so intrigued by what this was. She literally goes out in Southie in the water and goes swimming, swim, yeah. um, which is terrifying. I yeah. have tried it yeah. since, yeah. and it is completely terrifying. But to do something that cool and motivate me to try something new, um, swimming is something I've always wanted to learn, but I didn't quite have that motivation. Um, but my motivation was I want to go out open water and I want to try it. I just need to learn the basic skills in the pool. Yeah. So I started teaching myself how to swim. I know that I remember. Yeah, yeah, you see me. You see me in that pool splashing around or whatever I'm doing. But that's always amazing how you taught yourself how to swim. And now you're a good swimmer. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, for real. I'm swimming. I'm up to swimming a mile in the pool. Wow. Um, I've been out open water a few times. Um, so I have put that into practice and inspired me enough to try something new and that's what I hope for other people. Mm-hmm. I hope other people can connect with people from this project mm-hmm. try something new. Try something new. Um, you know, I took a dance class and I used to be a dancer but I haven't danced in several years and um, it was just so fun to get back into it and yeah. practice what other people are doing. Interesting. You also were into weightlifting. I am. You took up weightlifting. Yeah. Smashed it. Yep. Glide. <laughs> 
you have this I think you have this trend like uh, it's in you mm-hmm. going after things that you know just that courage to go after things mm-hmm. that you're not good at and then just succeeded in that yeah and then doing that and going on to the next one that's yeah. kind of like how you've been because you know like we talked about how you went into fitness became fit you know got the you 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 were in muscle you were you were running right yeah you started yeah. running and then after you were like okay let me put a muscle so you started yeah. lifting weight and you built muscle and now you went to swimming at an age where i know people that, that are afraid of swimming because they feel like I can't anymore. I'm too old to learn how to swim. Yeah. But you push yourself to learn how to swim at a very, you know, difficult age where yeah. to learn something is difficult. You yeah. Get right. And then you got it. You now swim in open water. You are dancing. You went into dancing. Learned. I mean, you used to be a dancer, but you pushed yourself with that courage to go into dancing. Mm-hmm. You did that. Now you're doing this to the, you know, despite of the. You know the nose you had. You're like, you know what? I'm just gonna start it, and if you don't, if you don't work, it's okay. You know, yeah. it's okay to fail. You get it, right? Yeah. And then you started it, so it just means that you have this courage to go after. It's so hard to have that mindset. When I started swimming, I was so humiliated, humiliated yeah. by the way I looked in the pool, or the fact that I could not even make it a whole lane down. But like a 13 year old in the lane next to me was like, um. But it made me realize how special it is to become a beginner again. Mm -hmm. And the learning process of having to recognize that, you know, despite my age, I don't know this. this. And I'm ignorant to some of these things. And I never learned how to do this or that. And so to become a beginner again and go through that process of teaching myself, you know, basic things when it came to swimming, for example, um, I had to remind myself, like, you know, it, it doesn't matter my age. Yeah. That's, you know, my skill level doesn't define my worth. I'm, I'm a beginner again, and that's okay. And I want to be a lifelong learner. I, you know, call myself a lifelong student. I just love learning. Yeah. Um, and you're always going to come up to situations in life where you are going to be a beginner. Gotcha. And you have to just sit with the fact that no, you're not going to be the best one in the room. Mm-hmm. You actually might be the worst one. Worst one, yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. You, we all start from somewhere. You're gotcha. going to have to work your way up. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I see, and we see that in the gym too. Like, you know, people new to the gym and yeah. feeling maybe embarrassed or feeling intimidated by being in the weight room with you know people who are lifting really heavy weights, and we were all once there yes and we had to build our courage and build our bravery and build our strength and eventually then you're the person who everybody's looking at yeah wow well when you said to become a beginner again like that's a very powerful that's something that a lot of people are afraid of you know going into a field and you know just saying it's okay to to not know something and and learn because people wants to be you know I, I, I guess, you know, we live in a world where everybody just wants to be comfortable where they yeah. are, mm-hmm. where they're good at, and I mean, I'm, I think I'm a victim of that too, mm-hmm. like I'm just, you know, comfortable where, but your story now is, is, is like, like, as I'm sitting here right now, it's giving me that goosebumps of like, yo, you need to, if you really want to leave, go out there and learn yeah. something different, like just, just go start all over again from something, from a different, yeah. different field, and if you can do it, it means almost anyone can do it. Exactly. 
like this is a little thing you know that you go t-shirt on the boston globe but for me it's huge because it's like i remember when you started your first it like we didn't see this happen you get it right yeah even, even if this was going to happen not in no, like you said, this last year, literally last year, yeah. like within a year, you got fishing in the Boston Globe. Like, yeah, that's sick. Yeah. You get right. Yeah. So it, it, it's a point. It, it's a. It's just so. It clarifies the point that like it's never too late to start. Right. And you know, just go for it, and you succeed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's very nice, man. Because. Now I'm like desperate to try something new. Cause I started this goal like, you know, this year I wanna learn a year I wanna learn something or something. You know, yeah. like just 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 be a student all over again. Exactly. It makes life so much more exciting yeah. and you become a more well rounded person if you you know put your toe into the uncomfortable zone. Mm. Um, you know, we you're right, we like to stay comfortable because humans don't like change. change yeah. And that's change is scary, the unknown is scary. Yeah. But that prohibits you from being able to go further in life is because we always stay comfortable. And to go to the next step and succeed to a higher level, you have to make yourself uncomfortable. You have to sit in the uncomfort and make that comfortable for you. And then challenge yourself again. And challenge yourself again. Question. Yeah. Are you the type that will improve your strength? Or you like I just have that would double down on your weakness, or mm-hmm. I mean your strength, or work on your weaknesses. Yeah. What are you? I think I'm. Hmm, that's a good question. I think I'm currently working on my weaknesses. Gotcha. I think I'm somebody like I mentioned earlier. I have a lot of these creative ideas, yeah. but I always push them aside. I'm like, you know, I, I'm. I'm not that kind of person or you know I do have some insecurities of myself or um, I'm afraid of failure um, I want you know positive external validation and yeah. if I don't get that and there's no way that I'm you know gonna do this um, but that I recognize is a weakness of mine that I care so much about what other people think I care so much um, what other people have to say and that was prohibiting me to go further in life and to act on my ideas and to be the creative self that I am. Um, and once I did that, I recognized like I need to work on, um, you know, being more confident in myself, which was always a weakness of mine. Gotcha. Wow. You're like the first person that that uh, actually gave me the answer in a different way. Everyone loves to double on their strengths. You get it, right? Yeah. Like for me, I I would. Fuck my business. <laughs> like yeah. I'll just keep working on what I'm good at. But I, I like the fact that you said you're working on your weaknesses right now and be more com- be more confident in those areas. Mm-hmm. It I think is a I think I think that's a that's a good way to to to, to to see life because almost everything you're doing right now, like you said, were things that people have told you like you were listening to what people people thought about you mm-hmm. or said about it, like, you know, ah, it's not gonna work. Technically that's a weakness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if they say it's gonna work, that means it's your strength. Yep. And in order for us to get good at something, it's sometimes those things that people say are not gonna work that actually yeah. work the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's no successful person that you know. If you look at the stories that just did what people thought would work. Yeah. You get know, right. Yep. Everything they did was something that is like, ah, nah, that's not gonna work for right. me. Right. 
it's not gonna work for you this is not gonna work and the fact that they went after that maybe that's a weakness and they worked on it and they got better at it you know it's a sign that we should start paying attention to our weaknesses also yeah and getting good at it Right, because I can double on my strengths. I know at work I can, um, you know, take more clients yeah. and do more work. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I know the things that I'm good at yeah. and I can put more energy into that. Gotcha. But I've realized that at my age and where I'm at in life, I'd rather put my energy towards something else. You know, mm -hmm. I can put 100% towards one thing and I could go further. I could be more successful or I can put a little bit of energy towards somewhere else and just have a more... I don't know, versatile life, be more well-rounded, um, have more interests. And, you know, I, that's what I did with the Boston Commoners and that took off. And I'm like, oh, wow, something that I looked at as a weakness of mine turned into a strength. Mm -hmm. And I could now take all my energy and put it into that. Um, but I also like to keep a balance. I like that. I like, I like you. You use this word a lot, well-rounded. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Why is that? I think because... A, I consider myself a well-rounded person. I remember through high school and through college, yeah. I was never the one that had good grades. Gotcha. And but where were you? I, but I was the person who was involved in seven different clubs. You know, I was in the cabinet position of those clubs. I did research. I had part-time jobs in school. So I couldn't put all my energy towards my studies. I, you know, loved the fact that I got 100% on this exam, but I wasn't going to end the class with an A+. And I was okay with that, knowing that I was making myself happy doing these other things. And I recognized that I became a well-rounded person. I um, was able to have balance in my life. I was able to um, grow myself in these positions. I was able to make an income at the young age that I was working. Um, and yet I still graduated on time. I still had a good GPA and I still got into grad school and I still got a job. And I recognize that I don't have to be, you know, a number one student. I don't have to be an A-plus student. I can still do all these things and have these balances. And it shows that I can have balance in my life. And I can choose what makes me happy. Mm. And I can choose, you know, what's important and what I have to do. And maybe it doesn't make me happy. But um, it's all about the balance. For, for I mean, I'm not saying to those who only do school and put their whole effort into school that they're it's doing something wrong. wrong yeah. um, but you know, I chose to live my life a different yeah, way. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's a nice one. That's a good one. Like, well, I've only heard like people say, oh man, double on your strength. And yeah. but it's just, it's just amazing. Like, I, I see your point. Like, you know what? I don't want to be the, I want to be the best. Yeah, I don't want to be number one. I don't. I don't. I, I want to be maybe number five here, five here, five. That's, yeah, yeah. that's good with me. You get it, right? Like, I have a friend. Someone told me about a guy who every single year he learned something new. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Like, that's so and he's been doing that for 12 years. Wow. So, yeah. So, he, 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 like, and if you spend a year doing something, even if you don't get good at it, you get average. Yeah. You get it, right? Yeah. And then you get average on something else, and you put all those average together. You sound more powerful than yeah. someone who spent one year doing one thing. Right. Or the rest of his life. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's something wrong with just doing one thing for one for right. your life. If that's what you, you know, feel like works for you, that's perfect, you know. 
But for those of us that, because like I'm interested in now trying different things too, you get mm-hmm. it right? Yeah. I felt when you talked about it, I was like, wow, that's that's a good mindset to have, you know. So if you, if if we can all just, you know, like you said, be well rounded, I think, I think that was a lot. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I'm somebody who tends to get bored quickly, so that's why uh, I have different interests, yeah, yeah. doing different things, and you're right, you know, there are people, my dad worked in his career for over 30 years, and in the same company, and in the same, you know, you can do that, and that makes you happy to go ahead, but I do not have to do that. <laughs> um, you know, I love my job right now, I love my full-time career, is that what I want to do forever? I don't, I don't think so. I have so many interests. I only have one life, and I want to be able to do all these different things. Gotcha, gotcha. Like you, I, I, like I said, you have only one life, but so many interests. So yeah, you like split it. So I want to yeah. spend the two years of my life doing this guy, yeah. and then the next two years doing the next one. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's oh, a beautiful life. Yeah, beautiful. Try everything, and and. It's like how they say, you never know what you like until you try it, you get right? Exactly. Just can't say, I love eating rice, and you've never tried um, something else. How do you exactly. know you love eating rice when you had a lot to eat on the table? Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So, you do you have an abundant mindset? Like, you know, you sound like you have an abundant mindset. Um, I'm constantly thinking, yeah. yeah. Uh, my mind is always going at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I always, mm, you know, thinking of new things, processing things. Um, sometimes I ruminate on particular situations, particular topics, but um, what's helped me through life is I kind of break those things down. Um, I'm somebody who I love to write. Um, writing and journaling is a hobby of mine. Um, and, you know, sometimes I go off and write about my thoughts or I go write and about my ideas and leave them there and I might come back to them mm. a couple weeks, months, years later yeah. and come back to them and reflect on them or I might just leave them and never go back to them and delete them. So, yeah, my mind is constantly thinking. I always have a lot of energy, a lot of ideas. Um, and, you know, I make sure that I, I make a point to get to those at one point in my life. But I write them down and I kind of forget about them if I don't have time to think about them now. But um, so who knows? Who knows what the next crazy idea I'll do next? I like that. I like that. Someone actually told me about a study of two people where they... They kept someone just doing one thing and then someone doing so many things that actually doing so many things keeps your brain alive. Yeah. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. Keeps your brain alive, like keeps your brain active. Yeah. Cause sometimes when you know something, you don't get to think too much about it. Yeah. So the brain gets weaker. You get it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you're always like, oh brain back, oh fuck, something new to yeah. craft it, something new code to craft it. Oh wow, I like I like this. It it, it makes you like happier, lively, you know, more energetic, yep. you know, mm-hmm. smart on your feet. You get that? But once you're always in that place where, you know, you just do the same thing, it becomes a, a routine for you and your brain just kind of like, don't even have to sweat to, to execute it. And that's yep. how, you know, you, you, you start to like your lifeline. I will also actually drop, they say people that live like that, like, you know, um, get live longer than people that just oh, yeah, do one thing and just, you know, mm-hmm. sit. I'm not saying that if you live on, you're not gonna, you're, <laughs> you're gonna die, okay? But like scientifically, like it's proven that that's like that just your brain is always young. Yeah. Your brain is learning new things. Like you're going back to learn something a child would do makes you feel like a child. You mm-hmm. get it, right? Yeah. And that's good for the brain because now the brain 
feels younger. Yep. You get right, yeah. not older. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. So that's so uh, that's a that's a really cool thing. I'm learning a lot here. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's why. Okay, that's cool. I mean, what else? What else? Is there? Like, come on, I'm just I'm taking notes right now. I'm a, I'm in a class. Okay, guys, let's. I think I'm enjoying this show because I am. Okay, so uh, let's see. This question I had in mind that I was gonna. Okay, so what's the secret? The secret to what? To. Okay, yeah, this is a question. What's significant about you? Like, like, there's what's one thing that if I look at now, me, you could like this is this thing here is. This is what makes me. This is this is one thing that I love to do, or not passion-wise, but what's that quality that you have that is just you know separates you from the rest of your peers? Um, it's one word. And before I say this word, I will say that my high school cross-country coach yeah. at the award ceremony said that this was my middle name, and that word is determination. I am a very determined person. Gotcha. Um, I don't quit. I, mm -hmm. I try not to give up unless it really makes me unhappy. Yeah. Um, and when I put my mind to something, I do it. And I put my full energy into that one thing um, or multiple things because I do do multiple things. But like with this project, you know, I had a lot of doubts, but I was like, you know, I'm going to put my full energy into it. Mm -hmm. See what happens. Mm -hmm. See how it goes. Mm -hmm. And... You know, great things can come out of it, and otherwise, you know, I can move on from it. Mm. Um, but being determined with my thoughts and being confident in my thoughts and being um, able to be like, you know, I'm just going to try this out, and I'm determined to do it. And despite what other people say, like, I just need to stick to my instinct and stick to my gut. Um, that's something that I really struggle with, um, but I become more open um, and I've been able to feel more confident in my own thoughts um, and what I'm putting out to the world um, because I mean I have gotten more positive feedback towards what I'm putting out um, but also recognizing that um, recognizing how I feel yep so what would happen if you weren't getting out further feedback to what you were doing? Um, I think I would struggle definitely with self-doubt, yeah. but being determined, I think, also means, you know, sticking to your gut and recognizing that, okay, if I didn't get positive feedback from, let's say, starting the box and commenters, like, is it something that makes me happy? Like, is it something that I would be happy continuing? Um, otherwise, then I'm going to stop it and I'm going to move on to something else and put my energy towards something else. Gotcha. That's nice. That's nice, yeah. So, I like the fact that you said your middle name. It's <laughs> it's <terrible. laughs> yeah, I, 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 I like that. I like that. Why is that? I think because I, I don't want to be a quitter in being that I don't want to allow one failure to stop me. I can try something and I'm gonna use the example of learning how to swim. There were many days where I was in the pool and I literally did not know what I was doing. I remember I actually, one guy, sorry if you're listening, one guy looked at me and he's like, 
you know, you would benefit from some swim lessons. <laughs> I just, I felt awful after that. I was like, you're right, I would, but I'm determined to teach myself. I'm going to do this. And I wasn't going to let that one guy, I wasn't going to let those couple first days in the pool deter me from trying to learn how to swim. I was determined to learn how to swim. And I mean, I could have signed up for swim lessons. That would have been a lot easier. Um, But I wanted to teach myself. I wanted to allow myself to experience the process of, again, being a beginner again. Um, And um, having those days where I'm just making fun of myself and I look silly in the pool and I'm, you know, using a lane when somebody else more experienced could be swimming right now. but I was determined to do something and I had to get through those humps and hurdles and challenges um, and be able to stick to my end goal. Gotcha. It's, it's, um, it's beautiful you say that because I was reading about uh, Benjamin Franklin and would you believe that the Benjamin Franklin we know didn't go to college? Yeah. The same guy literally thought himself out to write. Mm-hmm. He taught himself how to do every single thing in life. The power of self, like he wa- he wanted to write, you know, newspaper and all that. Mm-hmm. He sucked at writing, but he taught himself how to write. That he owned, like his 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 printing business was the number one. Yeah. Like he was so good that the the mayor or the governor was so was ready to pay for him to like was was ready to open the business for him. It's incredible. Incredible. Like no no writing background, nothing, nothing. He didn't even go to school, nothing. Taught himself how to write. He get extremely good at it. Yep. He's like you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you just a little, a little story about him. He he kinda like lived life like you. Uh-huh. Which is doing one thing. He didn't do one thing. Yeah. He did so many things. So many things like so there was a point in his life where he was so interested about writing that that was all he did. Mm-hmm. And then after that, put it to the side. He got interested in science. This guy didn't go to school for science or anything. Taught himself science. Started manufacturing things. Most of the things we see in this electrical world, yeah. Benjamin Franklin manufactured that. He yeah. didn't go to any college, no mm-hmm. university, mm-hmm. No, no professor, no nothing. Self-taught, sat there, made time for himself teach himself whatever he needed to, boom. Like, he was one of the first guys that learned how to, like, things that he taught himself very risky, even he went into politics, he never studied politics. Yeah. Taught himself how to do politics, and like, I was in a bus, like, wow. This is what, like, there's no excuse in life. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse in life to say, oh, I was raised up in a family that didn't know this, or I didn't go to college, or I, or, or I can't teach myself. No, or, or I don't have money to pay for a trainer to, Train me when you started working out. You, you did you for a trainer? No, you didn't. You just went into the gym. I'm just gonna live this way to buy any meatballs as well. I go once a week, right? And, and there's nothing wrong with having a trainer, too. But it's just saying that if you don't have the money to get a trainer, you don't have to get a trainer, right? There's no excuse there, you get right? So, no, it's it's very, very interesting. And after I read Benjamin Franklin's life, I, I was like, wow, like, I just really don't have an excuse. Yeah. to be successful or to do anything because I used to say oh wow I didn't have this background in this business so I can do business now come on you can teach yourself business the business classes are right that you can learn and go about it and you know how you taught yourself how to swim you even run a marathon like. yeah 
I mean, and that kind of goes along with determination. Yeah. The only thing that hold, is holding you back from doing X, Y, and Z is yourself. Facts. Because if you're ter- determined to get to your end goal, what everybody else says, it doesn't matter. And you know that you can push yourself to get to that one goal. There's going to be hurdles and there's going to be challenges along the way, but we can teach ourselves and we can find the courage and the bravery to get through those. Mm. And it takes determination. Wow. I got to listen to this podcast again. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, like if we're in this podcast right now, I think we're good. Because like, I, like you, like you, you're hitting, you're saying things that, I mean, I feel like we're just having regular conversations, but you're really dropping points here you know if you're determined and you're ready to do this like nothing will stop you right the only thing that ever stops you in life is yourself is yourself yeah we're so judgmental towards ourselves we have a lack of confidence because we decide that we're going to value other people's opinions and we decide that the amount of likes or the amount of comments we get on social media is going to determine our self-worth but we have to recognize that it doesn't it, it doesn't matter. You are your own person. You know yourself best. And you can get through challenges in life to be able to reach your goals. Nothing is stopping you. I mean, the least that can happen is you fail. And so what? And so what? Get yourself back get up. Yourself back up. You feel you're not going to die. You get right. like, literally, right. failure is not the end of the, end of the world. If you right. fail here, just, okay, do something else. Yeah. But you still learn something from it. Exactly. Yeah, you might not succeed there, but you still at least learn something. Yeah. So you still win. Yeah. Continue to learn from your mistakes. Continue to be open-minded and continue to have those goals. Just because you have a failure or a bad day, that shouldn't deter you from still reaching that goal. That's the learning process. That's how you learn new things is you allow yourself to fail. I mean, speaking of goals right now, there's some people that are like, you know, we're still fresh in the year 2020. Yeah. And I mean, 2022, and you know, a lot of people are already giving up on their goals oh, because yeah. they failed in January, you know, in February. Like, I, I'll be honest with you, like, right now, I'm, I'm not even succeeding at anything I'm doing. I'm failing. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. Every goal that I have set up for the year, in fact, I still don't even, like, I'm still, still, you know how people would think, oh, you're smashing your goals and all that. Like, people think they're the only one out there that I'm not achieving their goals but like mm-hmm. I'll be probably like even goals that I've set out for the year I'm, I'm not even achieving it mm-hmm. but it's not the end of the year yet right you have so much time left you have so much time left like literally even you can start something in, in December and, and if you can achieve a little like it's 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 an achievement you yeah. know mm-hmm. so like how people think January is the only month in the year that right. <laughs> If I don't do January, it's never gonna happen. And if I stop in January, that means it's over. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. There are like other months that you can also still, you know, it's a new month this month right now. You can just start something this month, exactly. thirty days, and say, you know what, I want to learn how to swim. I want to learn how to, um, you know, go write a book or something. And in thirty days, mm-hmm. you can learn a lot from. I mean, based on your story and you know all the stories that I've heard, like it. it it's just a sign that, you know, starting all over again is not a problem, man. Yeah. That's it's very powerful. 
Yeah, exactly. And again, with that timeline, like yeah. you're the only one putting that timeline on yeah. yourself. You're the only no, one. Yes. No one is telling no, you, you, need you, to, to be, no. you know, you need to start your goal and end your goal in January. You're the only one who's telling yourself to do that. Oh my God. For real. For yeah. For We're real. always the barriers no. of ourselves. Why is it that? Why? Why are we always the barriers of ourselves? Do you have an idea? I think because our society is um, pays attention to what's out there. Yeah. Um, and a, I mean, I use social media as an example because in our gener- generation, social media is such a big thing. And that's how we connect with people. That's how we put our lives out there. That's how we learn. And, you know, for me, like Facebook is a really big news outlet for me. Um, but we are so focused and we like to have our self-worth be determined by what's out there on social media. If I don't fit this box or this category of society and society's ideals and norms, then, you know, I'm not trying hard enough. I'm not good enough. Mm. Um, and all Americans, I feel like, have that mindset. I mean, people around the globe have that mindset because we idealize these people who are great or who are beautiful or who are successful. And we think that that's what we want to get to. Um, but we don't always reflect back on ourselves and recognize, like, well, that's not who I am. That doesn't make me happy. Um, because we're just so focused on getting to that end goal, whatever that is. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. So really, yes, we're the barriers of ourselves, but awesome. I think it's caused by external factors. External factors. Gotcha. You know, I had this quote that says, the mind is the battleground, but it's also the victory place. Mm-hmm. So we're also the barriers to ourselves. But we are also what's gonna let ourselves go. Exactly. So yeah, we are the barriers, but we can also be the one that also free ourselves mm-hmm. from this cage we put ourselves in. Right. You know yourself best. You know yourself best. No one is gonna come yeah. say, you know what? Okay, you're free. Stop thinking this way. <laughs> exactly. No one is gonna come do that. You know, you you're, you're the one that is still gonna, you know, let yourself out of that cage. Yep. Wow. So you talked about not quitting, you know, not giving up early on. And mm-hmm. I was just curious to know, is there any situation that you found yourself that, you know, you quit it or you gave up? Um, I mean, that happens in situations. And I think it all came down to the intention with quitting of why am I quitting? Am I quitting because I don't like it? Am I quitting because other people are telling me to quit? Um, what is the reason for quitting? And I'm not saying that quitting is a bad thing, but I always want people to reflect on the reason why they're going to do something. Um, weigh the options, understand the decision that you're about to make. And I think in situations, at least later in life, where I've quit or I've given up, it was because it wasn't making me happy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I wasn't so determined, I didn't really have an end goal. And so I figured it wasn't worthy of my time. Gotcha. Um, But I really try hard to um, reflect in words and recognize, you know, why are these decisions being made? Um, If I'm gonna quit something, why am I gonna quit it? Gotcha. 
So really, quitting is not like your your point is quitting is not a bad thing if you you know if you if, if the reason is you know if you have a good reason. If it's not because someone told you to that that's a it's a really bad reason to quit. You know, but if it's right. like you look within yourself and you're like, I don't think this is possible. I'm not enjoying it. Right. Then you you should quit. Right, and we'll relate it back to even fitness. Um, You know, maybe somebody is trying to lose weight or trying to achieve something in terms of their fitness goals. Well, they can go out and run, but if running doesn't make them happy, then quit that. There's other things that you can do. There's other avenues in life to achieve your goals. You don't have to do the mainstream thing that everybody else is doing. You know, if running doesn't make you happy and is not your thing, then... Quit. Do something else. Yeah, good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And also speaking of fitness, it's like I'll give an example of um, what you said about if people are the one telling you to. It's like someone going to someone starts to exercise because maybe their partner or their friends say, "Oh, you're overweight. You need to lose weight or something." You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. You know that's that's like a bad reason to start something, right. and you're never gonna like the results of that might not be good result. Right. You get right. Just doing that out of like out of what someone thinks of you, or mm-hmm. because you don't want to lose this person, you go into that. Yeah. That's a good that that's a bad reason to start something. Yeah. And when you start something with a reason like that, you eventually have one result. I mean, there are two results that come out of it. One is seed, and one is weed. Mm-hmm. From a situation like that, you're gonna get weed mm-hmm. because you weren't doing it. That's why people like that don't last forever. Right. You know, they don't. You know, they don't become a better person. They feel frustrated because they're not doing it from their own self, but yeah. they're doing it because someone else or society told them to do it. You get it right? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Again, it always comes back to yourself. You're the barrier of yourself. You're the one that's holding yourself back. You have to do things for you. Gotcha. It's all about you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, what life is. What drives you? What drives me? Yeah. Like, you wake up every morning, like, you know, what, what, what wakes you up? I mean... Um, I think the things that I do in life that makes me feel happy and that excites me to wake up every morning. Um, you know, I like my job. I, I like where I live. I feel happy and healthy in my everyday, but that keeps me motivated. That keeps yeah. me going. Um, I have a lot of people in life that I look up to and who inspire me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have goals in life. And again, I'm determined to reach those goals. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to do what I can to wake up in the morning and um, work towards that step to get to my next goal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what drives me. like that. Things that you like. Yeah, I think that's so important. That's what you, you always... I, I would call you a happy child. You know? <laughs> Whenever I see you, you're, you're always in a good mood. You get really? Right? Am I? You see me at 6 a.m. in the morning. I don't think I'm in a good mood. Okay, okay. Don't get me wrong. 6 a.m. in the morning. You're tired. We all understand that, but you're not being shitty about it. Okay, that's fair. You get right. You're not like, oh man, I don't want to be here. I should have been somewhere else, man. No. Wait, really? I, I think I do say that, but I'm glad you're not hearing it. <laughs> okay, this is what you most likely say. I should have slept earlier. I should have stayed up a little late. Yeah. But like, but like, you don't just, you know, let that affect your whole mood for the day. Right. You get right? right. Like, I still hang around you because I still get that positive energy from you yeah. you get it, right you're not just down there like you know we're fucking so i really don't even want to be here you get it, right yeah, yeah. there the things that which is human if you don't get enough sleep you'll be moody and all that you know right. but but you don't let that be the factor where your whole day is completely 
trashed out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that's what I, that's what I meant. It's not like, you may not get sleep, you're like just happily running around. Yeah, no, 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 no. And, and we've also had days where we talk shit, okay? Yeah, yeah. Days where we're like, fuck this job. It's, it's human. You yeah, know, it's right? human. And that's exactly right. I don't let a rough morning yeah. or a bad day affect me. Yeah. Because that's a part of life. That's part of the journey yes. is you're going to have bad days. You're going to go through challenges. There is going to be loss in your life. There are going to be, you know, hurdles that you have to jump. But that is normal and that sometimes you have steps to reach your goal that aren't steps you want to take right i didn't want to have to go to school all these years but i had a goal to you know be in my career and that's just a step i had to take and i'm grateful for every experience because again you learn from your mistakes Uh, that's so true that's so true oh wow okay so last question Oh, okay. The last one for the last one. <laughs> what is the goal for Boston Commoners? You know, the next time we sit here, you know, where do you want this brand, this project, you know, to be? You know, where are you trying to take it to? I want, my only goal for this project is to create human connection. Human connection. Oh, wow. Love um, that. Love that. And that's not something I can control. That's yeah, not something I'll be able to yeah, see. Yeah. Um, and I really just want this project to be for other people. It's wow. not about me whatsoever. I mean, I'm the one that gets the enjoyment and the fun out of meeting people. Yeah. Um, but I'm here to be the messenger and tell their stories and allow them to connect with others and allow others to connect with them. Um, and that's my one sole goal. Wow. Yeah. That's a great goal. Yeah. It's it's like the it's simple. It's a stress free goal. Yeah. Because you already have a human connection. Right. It's not a goal that will make you have a sleepless night. Right. Like I have to grow numbers, or I have to build right. this, but no, I just wanna have human connection and I get I you have human connections as you almost every time you meet with someone, so that's yeah. that's fine. That's a, that's an amazing goal. It just takes two two people. If I had two followers, <laughs> that's my goal. No. That's my goal, you know, and, and it's nice because I don't have the pressure of trying to get followers and trying to build a brand and all of that. Like, no, it's it's so carefree. It's so simple. And, um, you know, I love when people come back to me and tell me stories of like, oh, like I met that person that you highlighted the other week. And that just makes me feel so good. Wow. In my world, I call people like you not nice. <laughs> Your goals and everything are just stress-free. Like, <laughs> I like that. The fact that, you know, the... The Patreon literally is stress free. All you do is drive. Okay, just maybe text someone and reach out to them and say, That's the most you do. You yeah. get right? Yeah. And then after that, you meet, and you don't even think about questions. Like, they, they, they no, start no. the conversation. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, I have done so. I do just sit there and listen. And you don't even say anything. Like, your mind is not even moving. They don't want to be and You're just like, Okay, good. Are you doing? Yeah, exactly. I, I think we just. I think we should switch roles and like I don't know what you're doing right. Wow, that's that's amazing. Okay, so last question. For someone out there listening to this podcast, you know, who's who's you know who wants to start something like you did, you know, what's that advice you would give to them? I would say, you know, go with your gut. Go with your gut. Don't, again, like we talked about, don't allow one failure or one bad day or somebody's comment deter you from reaching your goals. If you have an idea and you feel happy about it and you feel confident about it, go for it. Keep an open mind. 
um, the world is your oyster and um, you can always change directions in life nothing is really ever permanent gotcha. um, so just go with your gut yeah don't don't get too stuck on something if it's yeah. not working close it and just work away and you, exactly. Like, exactly. you don't have to prove so right but yeah. I, I, I love this I love this like Jesus Christ lecture is over I, I love this Passes over. I just got a free well, yeah, this was a this was a great time. So, how do people reach out to you? So, someone listens to this podcast and also here, yeah, what qualifies someone to be on the show and then also on your show, mm-hmm. you know, your project, and then also how do people reach out to you? People reach out to me. You can find me Boston Commoners, um, all one word on Facebook and Instagram. Boom. Um, I definitely am more on Instagram. Um, so if you want to DM me, meet up. That's as simple as that. As simple as that. And how do people call it? So is there any qualification? Like, you know? Okay. No. 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 Jeez. I will talk to anybody Anyone. and anybody. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Can I come twice? Can, can someone come twice? <laughs> I have no rules. You have no rules. I have no rules. I have no rules. So yeah, let's do it. Oh, you have no rules. I have no rules. I like that, man. You are so chill. Like. Yeah. <laughs> this is chill. I like you, man. <laughs> She's just what you guys to just chill, no rules. I have, I have no rules, man. Just talk to me. That's just all talk to you guys. Like, <laughs> okay, yo guys, this was this was great. I I, I loved it, Naomi. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm hoping to have you next time again. That'd be awesome. We got so much to talk about. We do, we do. Are you also getting uh, the personal training certification? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm studying. I'm working towards You're it. You already know it's hey, yeah. no rush. We. We know if you want to do it, you do it. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode because I did. And um, go follow her if you... She said there's no rules to this, okay? There's no rules. The Boston Commoners. As long as you live in the city of Boston, okay? And you, you're human. You're qualified for this. Reach out to her. DM on Instagram. And go share your stories. Trust me, it's an amazing time. Like when I sat with her, I got to know things about me that I didn't know. Okay, literally, from from having a conversation with her, I made a goal for myself. Yeah, that's that's literally how amazing the time is. And so that's it. And don't forget to rate this podcast, subscribe, like, and share with your friends. Okay, till we meet again. Be blessed. Peace. Boom.